stop looking at porn and win back your freedom for smart, family-oriented men who want to learn to sustainably let go of porn in a way you can enjoy and look forward to. Learning to be proud of the man you are and making life so good that porn becomes irrelevant. I'm Danny Pullman. I'm a certified life coach, and I've been coaching guys on this for many years now and have been in the porn quitting game for years beyond that. I'm using this podcast to share what I've learned and what I continue to learn on the way with real client examples from the hands-on work I do with clients day in and day out. This is a movement. It is happening. Join with us and start winning against porn now. Hey guys, welcome to the How to Stop Looking at Porn and Win Back Your Freedom podcast with Danny Pullman, your host. Uh, it's good to be here. Got a fun podcast for you guys. I'm excited to share this with you. Um, today, we are talking about sexual relevance. What does that mean? How can it be a super helpful concept to understand uh, when you're looking to change your habits with porn and the way you interact with your mind through the process and either empowering or disempowering ways. We're going to talk about this, okay? And then we're also talking about a real client example uh, from a session, a real concern, his real question, how we kind of worked through it, um, how we coached through it, uh, and hopefully you can learn something that makes it that much easier for you to create the results you want in your life, learning to do life porn-free, sustainably, empowered, uh, not looking back, it's a thing of the past, and just complete self-control and a new experience with the way you interact with that part of your brain. Uh, it does not have to be what it has been like for you. It can change. So, um, and and I just want you to remember, like, what we're about here is how do we make this more simple and how do we make it more fun? I am confident that this podcast episode today will help you make it both more simple and more fun in your habit change process. Okay, so let's start with the example from the session with the client actually, and we'll just call him Tyler. Uh, it's not his real name, but we'll call him Tyler. Okay, so with Tyler, um, first of all, he, he just started with me recently, but he actually has listened to the podcast a lot and he's followed a lot of my materials, and he's learned even from other coaches about some of these tools, um, so, and he's even practiced with, with them. So he's familiar with them, he's tried them, and he's experienced the benefit from practicing with them, but then he was still kind of uh, coming up against a, uh, a wall, a ceiling, a ceiling in his uh, progress and where he was wanting to get. Uh, he just wasn't quite getting there as fast as he wanted to, and so... So he hired me as a one-on-one -on -one coach. And so something I do with my one-on-one -on -one coaches is I offer support in between sessions. Uh, I use an app called Voxer for it. And then we can do voice messages and text messages to each other. And you can share screenshots of things you've been working on or journal entry or exercises you're practicing with or just questions, things you want to bring up. So we do some of this in between sessions as well as our time on the calls together in our actual coaching sessions. And uh, not everybody takes advantage of this, but uh, some guys really love it. And uh, Tyler's just been eating it up and diving in with it. And I love it because he's, I think he's uh, creating that much more uh, change for himself uh, that much faster. So we've been doing this. He was sharing with me uh, through this avenue just a lot of the stuff that he's concerned about uh, and where he's at and where he's getting hung up. And one of the predominant 
themes throughout the week is just that he finds himself uh, kind of overdwelling and lingering on on sexual thoughts that he has throughout the day, whether it's a sexually thought sexual thought he has about someone that he sees during the day, and for him it's when he sees females, certain females, and 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 then also just the way he interacts with urges, and sometimes that triggers an urge to go look at porn later, um, and he can feel left with this feeling of restlessness or just obsessing over, over am I going to do this, am I not, and, um, and judging himself and wanting to learn to let these things pass more readily so he doesn't stay preoccupied on it for longer than is necessary. Um, but even though he wants that, he finds himself being preoccupied with it more than he wants, okay? So these are some of his concerns, and he was basically came to our session saying, how do I respond to seeing females and having sexual thoughts when that comes up in my mind? How do I respond to that? Because I, I don't like how that's been going for me. Uh, I've, I have experienced some progress, but I, I, don't, I still don't like how it's been going for me. And, and then he's, he's like, also that natural response is that you want to look and keep dwelling is kind of his idea that he mentioned. And we're going to talk about whether that's the most helpful thing or not in a minute. We'll break it down, okay? So, all right, so that's that's what Tyler presented with in the session and kind of one of the themes that came up throughout the week of him sharing through Voxer what's going on for him. So we start talking, and because of some of the work we've done on Voxer, he's like, hey, it's going... It's going a lot better for me uh, when these thoughts arise. And so I was like, okay, why is that? Let's really break it down so that we can repeat it more easily. And so we broke it down. And the way we do this is we started with, okay, what's the, what's the circumstance, the neutral circumstance? And in this case, we were saying, okay, a thought, a, a sexual thought arise, arose in his mind, okay? And that's a neutral thing, okay? Um, I know it doesn't feel neutral to a, lot, to a lot of you, but it's a neutral thing. Whether that arises in your automatic brain based on what it sees during the day or not, um, it's neutral. When it arises, it's neutral. But he wasn't experiencing it as neutral, and so we started figuring out why. And um, the, the really useful thing for him was basically... Um, he found himself being more compassionate and curious with himself, and this allowed him not to dwell so much on these thoughts that arose during the day and to pass through more quickly and move back to focusing on what he wanted. And so we asked, why, right? And um, basically, the thought that he's having that made this so much more effective was, that's okay. It's okay that I have that thought right now. And I know it sounds so basic and so simple, but so many of us have practiced and learned to reject what comes up in our mind in these moments, especially with the sexual-related thoughts and feelings, and especially people with religious backgrounds. Uh, this is the case in my experience, okay? But not only, but especially. <laughs> and another helpful thought here is, of course, of course I'm having a sexual thought right now. Like, that's okay. It's okay that it's happening, and of course it's happening based on how I've learned and practiced with my brain to this point in my life, right? Um, so, of course. And then, that's okay. Of course, these thoughts, they create a feeling of acceptance or peace. 
right? And then that, that feeling, along with the thought that that's okay, that's what allowed him to behave in a more curious and compassionate way with himself, allowing him to not dwell so much and to totally change the dynamic in the way he interacts with his mind during the week. Okay, so then I was like, all right, if that's helping so much, what was it before that wasn't helping? Let's get really clear on that so that we can notice it if it comes up again. Because if you've practiced it a lot in the past, your brain will probably bring it up again as you're rewiring things here. And you'll get to practice noticing it and then redirecting to this new pattern that you've identified as really helpful for you. And so we, we dug into it and he's like, well, I was like, so what is it that you're thinking and feeling with the less helpful way when you have that sexual thought or feeling? And he's like, well, there's anxiety. I know there's anxiety. And then I, I kind of just like hate my, I hate my powers of observation, right? He has these powers of observation that observe around him and, and he, there's, it's observing like, oh, here's a female that seems interesting sexually to my brain. And he just hates on that part of his brain, right? Hate toward himself and his own powers of observation. And self-judgment, just judging himself for even having the sexual thought come up in the first place. And then overthinking, obsessing, and he drains his energy while doing this. And then he actually finds himself more likely to go masturbate to porn at some point that day or a few days later. And so the result is more more porn masturbation and the thoughts and feelings actually stay around longer. And so we dug into this and I was like, well, so what are you thinking about that sexual thought that is creating this pattern for you, creating that anxiety and all those other patterns for you? And we basically realized that he was telling himself that that's bad. That's not okay. Again, very simple, but... Um, but helpful to really break it down this way because it doesn't this again it doesn't have to be complicated right to change our patterns here but when we acknowledge that he's like something clicked in him i saw it in him and he's like yeah that's it i'm telling myself that's bad and that's not okay that i had the sexual thought about this female and and thoughts create feelings so that thought this is bad this is not okay that creates anxiety, and anxiety is a feeling that commonly comes up when you're resisting what's going on in your brain and body, the thoughts and feelings going on. And, and then feelings drive your actions. So this anxiety, telling himself he's, that it's bad, leads to him hating on his powers of observation, judging himself, right? And so let's first notice, like, why is his brain thinking that's bad? because his brain's trying to help him to stop thinking about this thing, right? He wants to spend less time dwelling on these things throughout the day and less time thinking about these things and feeling these things. And yet saying that it's bad that it's happening in the moment actually leads to him obsessing more about those things and those thoughts and feelings stick around longer within him. Okay, so the, the whole goal behind this pattern in his mind is not a bad goal it, it's and it's definitely in line with what he wants but it's actually making the thoughts and feelings come around more often and making him more preoccupied with it when the goal is to have less of it so calling it bad is making it stick around longer instead of getting rid of it sooner <laughs> okay 
And we don't even need to get rid of it, right? It's more a matter of just releasing it and letting it pass by. So, um, so we broke this down and basically started uh, talking about a concept called sexual relevance, okay? This is just something I learned from a book called Come As You Are by the Nagoski Sisters and uh, awesome book. A lot of it's about uh, women's sexuality, but it's uh, there's stuff about men too, and it's whether you're a man or woman, it's just a really great read uh, to understand sexuality in a just an empowering way. So, um, so in that book, they talk about this time, and maybe I've shared this before, but I'm going to share it again. Um, this this guy, one of their clients, who had uh, he'd been at a party and. Um, if you've got kids listening or whatever, this is kind of a bit of a tough subject matter. Um, this guy had been at a party, and uh, he was leaving the party. Everyone was wasted. Uh, it was that kind of party. And there was a girl passed out, uh, and her pants were down, and this guy basically was raping her. And, um, and so the guy leaving the party here's this guy over there and he's like hey you should come and try this i know it's like terrible it's just awful and um and the fact that they're taking advantage of this girl right it's that's a whole different problem here and so the guy leaving the party he got aroused had an erection when he looked over saw this girl with her pants down and he just felt so much shame and guilt for even getting aroused and having that erection and it haunted him for years and so here he was later talking with, he didn't act on it. He left the party. And whether he should have reported that guy or not is a different, I mean, he should have, right? Someone should have. <laughs> um, just terrible, I know. But, but this guy who witnessed this and uh, looked over there, got the erection, he was aroused. He, he This plagued him for, for years. And so he was talking with, one of the Nagoski sisters, and they said, uh, let's talk about sexual relevance, okay? There is part of our brain that is meant to prioritize scanning for things that it perceives as sexually relevant, right? Think about our brain's top priorities, just evolutionarily speaking. Uh, the two of the priorities have to be help you survive and stay safe and then make babies, right? So survive and make babies. So your brain's going to prioritize safety and finding sexually relevant uh, things or situations or people in the environment uh, that can increase the chances of you uh, making babies, <laughs> helping the human race go on, right? It's just built, that part's built into the human brain um, and at different levels for different people and maybe, uh, maybe some people's brains don't scan as much, right? But let's make room for all the nuances there. But um, but for most of us, there's some level of this scanning of, for things that our brain perceives as sexually relevant. And so they told this guy, you know what? You didn't act on it. And the fact that you got aroused, that doesn't say anything about you. That doesn't mean you're the kind of guy who really wants to go rape girls who are passed out, right? All it means is you've got a human brain that said, oh, girl with pants down, that seems sexually relevant. There's even a guy talking about sex next to this girl with her pants down, right? And so you, your brain 
got aroused before you could uh, consciously direct where that goes. And um, there's actually nothing wrong or bad about you getting aroused in that situation, right? And this was just such a relief for this guy. Uh, it's an extreme example, but um, it applies to so many things here, right? So, um, so such a relief for this guy, because then he realized, oh, okay, that does, that's not me being, wanting to participate or being aroused by these bad, it's, it's not me being bad. I didn't do something wrong there. He actually, with his human body and how it responded, he responded very well in the one way where he chose not to go and participate in this, and he left, right? Um, probably should have reported the guy again, but that's a separate separate thing, and I don't know the whole story, so it's can't really judge. Um, but re let's all default to reporting that kind of thing, right? Okay, um, so I shared this idea with Tyler, my client, and... He loved it. He really took to it. He started realizing, like, oh, okay, this is just my brain. When I have these thoughts along the way through the day, it's just my brain perceiving and scanning for what's what's sexually relevant around me, right? And your brain's actually supposed to do that. And and so, but then let's talk about that idea where he said, and then there's just that natural response that you want to look and keep dwelling once you have that sexual thought. And that this is where I told him, okay. Well, let's use this sexually relevant idea as it's helpful, but also um, it's a learned thing. Let's acknowledge that what our different brains, our individual brains perceive as sexually relevant, that is learned and it can be changed over time and you can train your brain to not see so many things as sexually relevant and to see different things as sexually relevant and to stop seeing things as sexually relevant that it used to see as sexually relevant, you can actually train your brain and change that dynamic. So let's not get locked in on, oh, my brain just sees all these things as sexually relevant and it will forever. When you're looking at porn regularly, your brain will be scanning more for things it thinks are sexually relevant and and it will it will do a lot more of this right when you learn how to do life without porn and to retrain your mind in these ways we still want to be excited about sex right at least most of us uh or some of us <laughs> i don't want to speak for all of you and it's not good or bad either way but um but we we can do it in a sex positive way where we still are interested in sex right we just do it on our terms and in ways in line with our values so that's a key point. It's it's learned, and you can change that dynamic. Okay, next helpful thing for him was um, when he's having urges for porn, and he's trying to practice letting them come and go with more ease and flow. And uh, because he, um, <sighs> what he was doing is he was treating every urge as as though it was the same urge coming back again. And, and he was telling himself, well, I must not be practicing this new skill of allowing urges and letting them pass. I must not be, do, be doing it right because it just keeps coming back. And so what I told him is let's treat each one of those urge, urges separately as a separate urge, firing at a separate time. And it's just that part in your brain that is wanting to check and see, are we still getting rewarded for this? And when you've been doing a behavior that gives you dopamine rewards and then you stop it it's gonna check and it's gonna have these bursts even where you're gonna feel like you have extra urges one day or a few days in a row 
And some guys make this mean, oh, I'm going the wrong direction. This is just one urge coming back because I suck at allowing urges and it's a, I'm just going to fail at some point because it's just coming back bigger and bigger. But when you make room for, oh, there's an extinction burst here. The behaviors become extinct and there's a burst of checking to see if we still get this reward. It actually is a sign that you're retraining your brain. It's a good sign that you're on your way to your goals. And so Tyler really liked this extinction burst idea. And he's already had great empowering experience separating urges out. Um, and even using a 10-minute rule. Like if it's 10 minutes with an urge, that counts as one urge. And then the next 10 minutes is another urge. And don't lump it all into one urge that comes back because you're not, you're not doing it right. So that's another way that we made it easier and simpler for him to practice new ways with his urges. Um, and then he found himself kind of preoccupied with what he doesn't want to focus on. And this is where I just reminded him, okay, first of all, if it's not good or bad, and if it's not about being safe or unsafe, when you have these sexual thoughts, right? So first we can accept and make room for it. What do you want to think about and feel, right? Don't just focus on, I really don't want to feel this, because then you're sending energy to that same sexual thought that's coming up. Uh, go away, don't want this, don't want this, don't want this. Your lower automatic brain does not understand the don't in that phrase. All it, all it knows is you're talking about that thing the sexual thought and so saying don't think about this your low brain is like oh this let's focus on this thing it doesn't hear the don't the negatives okay so always after you practice accepting these patterns coming up always come back to what do you want to think and feel about this situation right and let that question be a gentle way for you to with curious curiosity and compassion redirect your focus okay um and then, yeah, last, last thing I want to say here is, uh, Tyler, thanks for the example, good work, and he's practiced a lot of this on his own, and I had this experience too, like, I know these tools well, and, and I practice a lot with them, but then when you hire a coach, it's just so much different doing this with a witness, in person, you can cut through things quicker, and it's just like 10 times faster. Um, it's way different than going through it on your own. And I think it's been fun to see Tyler realize that this week. So, so even if you know all this stuff really well and you're practicing on your own, if you aren't getting where you want to as fast as you'd like, uh, it might be time to hire a coach, right? Um, and to do this with someone who's trained and knows how to work through this in a super empowering, loving, efficient way. So just wanted to share these examples with you in case it helps. And one thing you can practice like Tyler is is when you have these sexual thoughts, play with that sexual relevant idea like, oh, my brain just sees this as sexual relevant, really neutral thing. And then ask some questions like, if this isn't about good or bad, this isn't good or bad that I'm having this thought, then how do I want to approach this? If this isn't about me being safe or unsafe or succeeding or failing right now, it's just something coming up in my brain, how do I want to approach this? And let it be a bit more neutral and just go experiment with it and see if for you, like many of us, that creates a lot more ease and flow and self-love and compassion and uh, keep going with your goals, guys. You can change your brain. I'm rooting for you. And uh, that's what I've got for you this week. 
If you enjoy listening to the How to Stop Looking at Porn and Win Back Your Freedom podcast, you have to come check out the Chainbreaker program. It's my group coaching program through my Chainbreaker Coach app where you get access to regular group coaching calls and or one-on-one coaching calls, training modules, tools, a community of like-minded guys where we take all of this great information and learn to actually implement it in a game-changing way that works. This is about so much more than just a porn habit. Join us at dannypullman.com forward slash work with me. Don't forget to spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. Become a chain breaker and learn to unchain your personal power. And remember, the power to make the changes you want is already there. It's just a matter of learning to access it.